0: For a couple of years, every time that I saw a red Subaru wagon, I would cringe. Does anybody have a red Subaru or a Subaru? (laughs) Yeah? I thought so. (laughs) Now that you hear this story, you're going to see them all over the place. It was two years after Sean and I broke up that I saw his red Subaru in the IKEA parking lot. I drove in one rainy afternoon. Parked my car and looked in the rearview mirror, and there it was, just parked right behind me. I know it's his because there's a little white sticker on the bumper, and with a mixture of anxiety and fear and a little bit of excitement, I got out of my car, pulled my hood over my head, and walked over to look inside. And inside, I saw all the relics that made me love him. It was like looking at a well-curated museum piece at the ex-boyfriend museum. (laughs) Inside was a halfway-unrolled yoga mat and empty beer bottles and a mate and some baskets that we used to use for foraging for mushrooms in the fall. And right then and there, in the IKEA parking lot, I'm transported back to the beginning of our relationship. And the first night that we met, we went and sang karaoke and we brought the house down. And after that, the way that he seduced me and the love notes that he left me with little love notes attached, like it was a treasure hunt. The time that he took me out to his friend's yurt and we celebrated the solstice and drank mead out of a horn. And the first time that we went camping, that camping trip, we went across Oregon into the desert, drinking beers and throwing the bottles in the back. And when we got there, he unrolled a sheepskin, and we made love and slept under the stars. And the next day, he made me crepes on his Coleman stove. <laughs> and then we went into the river and swam all day. And by this time, I'm completely sold. I mean. He's 10 years older than me, he's got a lot of tricks up his sleeve, he's pulling them all out. <laughs> and I, I'm falling in love, and on the way home from that camping trip, I say, what gives? Why are you not hooked up? This is too good to be true. And he told me, well, I have a wife. <laughs> Sarah, she moved across the country with our two sons. So I'm devastated because I'm falling in love, and my heart is open to this man, and all I want to do is carry on in this relationship. So I do. And a couple months later, we've been talking about it, and we decided to uh, move Sarah's things across the country. So he packed up his Subaru full and came and picked me up one morning, and. What I remember seeing was this pair of boots smashed up against the window, and I thought, whoa, those are Sarah's boots. (laughs) And I realized that we were going to move his ex-life across the country. So we did, and we got to New York, and he dropped me off in the city, as planned, and went upstate to visit his family. And when he got back from that trip, I knew something had changed, I didn't know what, but I felt it, and I cried every day on the drive home. Uh, we got back to Portland and kept, kept going in our relationship, and a couple months later I decided I wanted to go to Argentina. And I planned a five-month trip there. We did not break up. We uh, had a tearful goodbye, and we spoke almost every day on Skype. Uh, sometimes I was unable to get a hold of him but he always used the excuse that he went to the mountains and he didn't have reception. so I believed him. he was my mountain man and I wanted him to be my mountain man so when he came and visited Argentina the day that he got there is the day I remember the most because when he arrived in the airport I remember thinking that he was so small and I had built him up to be this mythical, more-than-human boyfriend. And there he was, grinning with his reunion hug, but just a man. And that's when I really started to see him for the man that he was, and not this mythical creature. When we moved back to Portland, I moved in with him. And that's when I really started to see him for who he was. (laughs) (laughs) And I really started to see that I didn't like him so much. And that's because I saw quite a few signs. And they started coming more rapidly. There was the text message that I read from another woman that said, When can I see you next? That's a sign. (laughs) Just wait, just wait. (laughs) There's the time that we went out into the woods to forage for mushrooms, and I borrowed his jacket to stay warm, and I put my hands in the pocket, and I pulled out another woman's pair of panties. That was a sign. (laughs) Or the night that I stood on the front lawn wearing an overcoat and no pants. It was midnight. I didn't know where to go because he had kicked me out of bed and out of the house for not having sex with him. Thank you. (laughs) And so, with that accumulation of signs, I was able to. Realized that he was not taking care of me and that I was the only one that could take care of myself. So I broke up with him and moved out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and as I stood there in the IKEA parking lot with this memory churning inside of my heart and inside of my head, I felt something and I looked up and there he was walking towards me with his arm linked with his new girlfriend and his other arm carrying a pile of (laughs) sheepskins. And I wanted to run up to him and kick him and tell her to run as far away as she could, but, I knew better, and before they saw me, I turned away and pulled my hood tighter. <sighs> and that was the second time that I had walked away from Sean, and it was better than ever. <laughs>